Go. Yeah, I'm ready, Ian. We're back after a hiatus because we've both been working because yeah. people are breaking into the Capitol and pooping on the walls and <laughs> we work in the news and that's news. That's what's news now. <laughs> people are shitting on the walls of the Capitol and that's bad. That's a bad thing, apparently. Really, the, the, the mainstream media won't tell you about the poop walls. I had to find that out from you, you know? Yeah. I didn't know that this guy was shitting on things. I'm covering the poop wall beat. Right. I I know all about all the types of poop. Uh-huh. All the all the, all of it. All consistency, the, yep. color. Mhm. There's a whole like it's section red, but of not your... blood. It is Mountain Dew code red. Right. <laughs> <laughs> They're okay. That's good to hear. I'm worried about that buffalo hat guy. He I found out he's an improviser and an actor. Oh. <laughs> yeah. No. And an uh a shaman. And a shaman. Did you see that interview with him? No. Uh, I didn't. I don't know why I said it like that. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> I just like I don't. He's so obnoxious. Yeah. I, I I've heard that he won't eat in prison because it needs to be vegan right. or something, which is slow hanging fruit. <sighs> yeah, yeah. You learn about these people, like the ones that really got in there. And like sat at the desk and stuff. Mm -hmm. And it's like, oh, you're just like performative buttholes, you know? You're not revolutionaries. It's like the revolutions of the past weren't like covered on television and TikTok and stuff. You're playing to those cameras. You don't give a shit about what, you know, these ideas, the intergalactic pedophiles or whatever the fuck you believe in or claim to believe in. Yeah, it's all theater. Yeah. All of it. I mean, you can... Like, based off of the fact that they're all in costumes. Yeah, exactly. It was all a silly, like, game for everybody. How many other radical groups do you think saw that? And they were like, what the fuck? It's been this easy to storm the Capitol this whole time? Right, yeah. God damn it. And these losers did it first. I actually wrote down some stuff. Did you? Yeah. I forgot I wrote about this stuff because it's been in my drafts for a long time because... We've been working. Yeah. I wrote down that fat show we've been watching. That fat show, yeah. Oh, have we not talked about that yet? I don't think so. 1,000 Pound Sisters. Yeah. I wrote down Helen Keller. Wait. Oh, now I remember what happened. Yeah. Okay. We, we thought we could squeeze in a podcast. At like 2 a.m. one night. Yeah, we had both been working like a million hours and... We started to talk about these things, and we were like, this stinks. This is the worst. And we scrapped it, and we are like, we'll just release a Patreon. So then now you but guys yeah. are up to speed. That's it. And Soul. That was the other thing. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, brother. Which one do you want to talk about? 1,000 Pound Sisters, please. Sure. I heard about a new show that we could watch. 2,000 Pound Called Sisters? Big Fat dating fatties or something like okay, that. Okay, I'm in. Big fat hot love or something. Big fat Gross, hot smelly. sloppy. Yeah, This front is TLC, butts. by the way. <laughs> this is how they do this. They could name it anything. Right. But they just go for the straightforward, like, just, it, the show we watch is called Th- Thousand Pound Sisters. Yeah, yeah, They yeah. may as well call it, like, Step Right Up, Freak Show, 25 Cents. Right. It could be called, no, anything I think of is worse. <laughs> <laughs> Let me look up because I was. You know, if it was on like Lifetime or something, it would be called like Our Journey or something. Losing it all. Um. Oh. But check. gaining. Gain. This more. is one title. <laughs> <laughs> Losing it all, but gaining even more actually than you lost. Getting weighed at the junkyard. That's what it should be called. <laughs> Um, there's some show called Hot and Heavy. Oh. It's about... See, that's a fun pun. Big women who date regular skinny guys. Okay. Yeah. That is a phenomenon, a common phenomenon. Matt says, and the whole show is just the guy going, it's not a fetish. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. That's a common phenomenon among, I think, the people who storm the Capitol. It's called, they're called... Mixed weight couples. No, you can't like, stop isn't every everything. Couple, a- unless you weigh the exact same yeah. thing as the person you're dating, <laughs> aren't you a mixed weight we're, couple? We're as soon as you mixed- gain one 
extra pound or lose a pound, you're suddenly yeah mixed weight. You We're know? a mixed weight couple. Yeah, finally something to set us apart. You know, <laughs> I'm thinking about. We were watching uh, cartoons and TV shows from the 80s the other day. And we were talking about how like they did diversity back then. But their idea of diversity was always just like a white kid in a wheelchair. Yeah. Every group. Yeah. Like, they have if, a Chinese girl, a girl in a hijab, a black guy, and then a white kid in a wheelchair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like the Burger King Kids Club. Yeah. Had a white kid in a wheelchair. Weird. Why were they were obsessed with kids in wheelchairs? Their diversity. Okay. Yeah, they could have given like a kid crutches or something, you know, mixed it up a little bit. No, they want it permanent. Well, you can have like permanent, you could have like cerebral palsy and still need crutches and it could be oh, permanent. Oh, like those arm crutches? Yeah. Like little... Bob- like Tiny Tim. Yeah, Tiny Tim. Right. I had a he cat had polio, named Tiny right? Tim. I know that. He was fat as fuck. Oh, he it was like a, a joke name? We had to weigh him at the junkyard. No. <laughs> <laughs> My thousand pound cat. No, I got him when I was really little. I got him from a pet store, like a filthy pet store where he had ringworm and all the shit we didn't know. But he was so tiny. He could fit in the palm of my hand. And then uh, he took a real liking to food. <laughs> Once he yeah, well, you're supposed to <laughs> control that. Nah, you know? we let him get super fat. <laughs> he was like 50 pounds. Did Not he really. live to be like three? like nine i think eight or nine he was great that's not good that's not good we he lost weight eventually everybody you relaxed fed a cat to death don't, don't at me <laughs> you frog rod a, no. a cat <laughs> no no <laughs> yeah, no you no. did no he was really fat for a while and i was, oh yeah this I seems a, like a rewriting of history I and then he lost a bunch of kid. weight on atkins listen to me go ahead i was a kid after you. i didn't know i just wanted my boy to be happy mm. And he taught himself how to climb ladders. You said you were 22. No. I'm 22 now. That doesn't make any sense. He taught himself how to climb ladders. Yeah, he taught himself how to climb a ladder so he could get to my top bunk. And I would... Ah, um, that's cool. Yeah, he was really smart and really sweet. He's, he acted like a dog. He's the only cat I've ever met who like really liked it when you'd rub his belly really hard. Mm-hmm. Like a dog. He just kind of rough him up. Yeah. Um, and you gave him full steaks for dinner? No. Iams. Peanut butter pie. That's what they eat in, in uh, Thousand Pound Sisters. In, in One Thousand Pound Sisters, they eat peanut butter and salad dressing sandwiches. Oh, yeah. And it turns out the salad dressing is mayonnaise. Because the only <laughs> salads they're familiar with are like... Mayo-based. Yeah. Tuna salad, chicken salad. Potato so salad. <laughs> it's salad dressing. Jeez. <laughs> Pass me the salad dressing, and it's a big tub of mayo. They put bacon on a lasagna. That some some of the stuff they did, I was like, hmm. Okay. Pretty good. All right. Not bad. They were great though. They were very funny. They are awesome. Highly recommend. Yeah, they're really usually charming. I can't stand those shows because it just seems like freak shows. I mean, it is. Yeah. But they just happen to be um, fun to watch. It is amazing that your body can get to a level like that. What do you think people like if you could take a time machine and bring somebody here from like, I don't know, just even like 200 years ago mm-hmm. or like 100 years ago and show them like somebody who lives in Kentucky or something that's just like a, a house, they would, their heads would explode. Yeah, you know, they, they would have, they have freak shows back in the day where you see, see like black and white pictures of the world's fattest man. Mm-hmm. And he just looks He's like, like 180. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's got like a barrel chest and it's like gross. I don't understand it. I mean, I guess I do. I just can't believe that people live to reach a th- Wait, no, they're a thousand pounds together. One of them 600. The other is 400. Yeah. You must just be in so much pain all the yes, time. Yeah, it must it, just it, be like excruciating to live. It's really hard to watch. When she needs to walk from the house to the car, it's she lost all the cartilage in her knees. It's just bones yeah. grinding together. Do you think somebody like that like is actually underneath all of it like very strong? Yes, I think so because like she's carrying, carrying around. Yeah, it's yeah. like like huge sandbags all over your body or something. She must be I don't yes and no cuz she doesn't 
have muscle mass, I don't think, because she's not lifting much. Or she's lifting her arms. Like every time you lift your arm, imagine, imagine you just had weights like taped to your arm. Yeah, but she so doesn't underneath. that much. Oh, she doesn't she's lift her arm. Yeah, she just sits. I guess yeah, you're right. They they kind of like rest by her sides, and she uses her hands. Yeah, but she just like turns into a puddle. She has no bones. Yeah. Does yeah. the other thing? She has no bones. Oh yeah, she has no bones. But they have to get weighed at the junkyard. That's the most important fact. Right. About this television show, they have to drive to the junkyard <laughs> to weigh them, and this guy. Horrible. And, but they're so funny about it. They're like, boy, that was embarrassing. I think their ability to laugh things off allowed them to get like fatter. You know what I mean? Because oh. they like they don't take anything that seriously. That sounds like, like us. They, are you saying I'm getting fat? Because I'm I've, just saying I'm insecure about that. I'm just saying that sounds like us. Okay. <laughs> no, you're not. I'm getting trying fat. my best. You're I'm not, not getting trying fat. I am getting fat. I've gotten fatter. <laughs> I've gained ten pounds. Okay. But I feel like everybody's gaining uh, COVID weight. But that's yeah. no excuse, you know? I should be out there. Do what? Getting ripped. Doing pull-ups at the playground. Yeah. Scaring well, you, you go to the gym and every other machine's roped off because of COVID. But they, like, have the same amount of people in there. So it's, you can't do anything. And it, and also, on top of that, it's the New Year, yeah. like, resolution shit. So mm-hmm. people... You get all these new people who who've never worked out in their life. So they spend the majority of their time sitting on the machine you want looking at their phone i still can't that's my excuse yeah anyway go on my excuse is it's still kind of gross to me that people are sweating and exerting themselves like inside together even if they're distanced there is a lot more cleaning up and the the gym i go to they're very strict they like make you answer a questionnaire every time you go yeah do they yeah, yeah they do the the temperature. temperature thing and then um if your mask even comes down a little bit they like kick you out yeah i guess their incentive is if they have a breakout they would have to shut down right right and there's like a team of people that like you you're really supposed to wipe everything down but even if you don't there's like a team of people walking around cleaning things constantly that's interesting that they're they are uh that it seems to be working because yeah. like I said, if, if there was somebody who was positive, they would have to, right? Well, I think if you keep your mask on, you 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 know, you don't get up into anybody's face. You don't really at the gym. You're not like standing around talking to people unless you're one of those weird gym rats <laughs> that, you know, like bothers you, like explains, you know, muscle groups. Does that or happen? Whatever. I've never, I've gone to the gym three or four times yeah, in my well, life. Yeah, well, that's you keep your earbuds in. It's like homeless people rules. Oh my God, that happened to me yesterday. I was... Like normally we all learn to ignore people and pretend we can't hear them anyway, but I really didn't hear this person and they had been having a full conversation with me oh, for God. a while. I could tell. And then the, the light changed as I was standing at the sidewalk. I had headphones in and I finally heard him go like, all right, fine. I guess not. Wow. <laughs> and I was like, oh, well, there's a person there. See you later. Well, you know, rule number one. Don't fucking talk to me. Yeah, insane. <laughs> yeah. No, I don't yeah. feel bad. I don't ever like... talk to me ever. I don't care if you have a machete sticking out of your fucking forehead. Don't talk to me. <laughs> what are you doing? You're being rude. Get the fuck away from me. For one second, I was like, oh no, Did, could that person have possibly needed help? And then I was like, no, I'm sti- there are so many people around. What kind of earbuds do you have? I was just using the Apple ones, the uh, wire. I don't have... There's a wire on them? AirPods. Yeah. Okay. Well, then fuck them. What are they doing? What are they thinking? Yeah, they're just weird. Uh, yeah, that's why you. we all listen to music in podcasts when we're right. walking around. So no... Is it your first day? Did you just get off the train? You know? Yeah, I don't Welcome know. to New York, motherfucker. We don't talk to you. I wonder That's why what I he never was want um, Air AirPods or whatever they're called. Yeah, I would lose them. You well, lose- you would lose them, but also nobody could tell that you have them in. Yeah, and they would try to talk to you. Yeah, I really like those headphones you got me for right. Christmas a year or two ago. They're big. I feel like a DJ. Those are good, but. I've I've almost died wearing noise canceling headphones. They don't really. I mean, they're great. They're amazing sound, but they don't totally cancel. Right. Noise. That's good. That's good. Although today I was watching television. Well, I while I was working, I had headphones in, just like had something on TV in the background, and eventually I heard you going like Catherine oh, from yeah. the bedroom. I knew that would happen, so I didn't hear you for a while. 
because my phone always dies and then I don't know what time it is. And I become an alarm clock. Right. You're so good at it, babe. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> That's why I have you do it. Because I just think you do it better. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so do you want to talk about any of the to- other topics? Helen Keller. Did we talk about even that? talk about A Thousand Pound Sisters? I feel like every time... No, we didn't talk about it. Every time we have a topic... They're fat, fat people. They get it. I mean, what else is there to say? They get way to the junkyard. Everything's kind of downhill after that. A lot of crying, a lot of, you know, I was molested or whatever. And then like, what was funny about that show is like, you're watching it and you're really rooting for them because they are sweet women and they have been through hell. I mean, just, just being that huge just seems like torture and not to mention the fact that they were like giant when they were kids right so yeah. that can't be good mm-hmm. you know you don't probably want not get too yeah. many you got too many freckles when you're eight you're, you're fucked yeah. You know? yeah, yeah yeah let alone being the size of a full-grown adult but um anyway like they they talk about how they're gonna get this uh surgery that's the whole thing they have to lose like 25 30 pounds to prove that they can keep weight off so that they can get the gastric bypass surgery that's the plot of every one of these shows right? yeah 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 um, Which is the only thing that makes me feel a little better about watching it is that they're actively trying to help them. This isn't just yeah. They just put that in there for you, for people like you, what who can be like, look, I'm helping and watching these. I'm not helping. <laughs> I don't think I'm helping. Up, wash just, themselves for twenty minutes of the you're show. You're a real piece of what? shit. Yeah, I know that. I was that's just, well documented. I was just saying it wouldn't sit well with me if all it was was just look at this freak show. Right. But but that is all it is. They just that's just like the caveat. Minus the know. helping. Fine. But it's irrelevant because the one sister doesn't even lose the twenty five pounds. So she the giant one. Yeah. So she can't even get the surgery. So nothing her life improves not at all. At the end they do this thing where she's like, I'm trying hard now and I've actually lost six pounds or whatever. It's <laughs> like, like six pounds? Mm. Lift your hand over your head. There, right. you lost six pounds. Like you just have to walk around the block. You're because- completely inactive in every, you know, facet of your life. It's a bummer. But then the other one gets the surgery. Yeah, the hot one. And then remember the, the hot one. Remember the big reveal? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> you walk in, they just pan up from the ground. You're like, They had oh, her family wow. come to, to see her post-surgery bod, which is like she's down like 150 pounds from the beginning, you I think. cannot tell. First of all, we get to meet the extended family, and it's just blob after blob. <laughs> These people, there are no distinguishable features. It's right. just like rascal scooters crashing into each other. And then, crazy. And then she comes out, and you're just like, oh, I could, yeah, she looked exactly the same. <laughs> yeah, the mom is in a hover round because she's so fat. Yeah. And she's like a cunt to them. She's like, you she's guys awful. are fat. It's like, bitch, you're fat. Yeah. She's one of those, those people with like a skinny up top, like even from. Like yeah, right above hot. her chest. Yeah, she's right. hot as hell. Chest up, she's hot. She's like chest up. She looks thin, and then they pan down for a second, and it's just like melting all over her right. scooter. Yeah, she looks like a melted candle. But um, remember, she she told them that if they drank a diet soda, if they would, ate something sweet and then drank a diet soda, it would cancel it out. Yeah. That's, so fuck you, mom. Right. But also, maybe she believed that. Who knows? It seemed like she just hated her kids and she was just terrible to them and just abused them mentally. Yeah, that's true. Until they became houses. Um, Yeah, anyway, that's all I have to say about that. Yeah, I think, yeah, let's put a pen in it. Okay. Do you want to talk about Helen Keller or Soul? Helen Keller. Yeah, Soul's a hot topic. I don't remember why we were talking about Helen Keller. Okay. I'll remind you. Okay. I read this tweet online. This guy wrote a thread about how he is in a group chat with his parents and oh, right, 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 his right. Um, siblings and his siblings' kids. Mm-hmm. That's somebody, too many people right off the bat. I, uh, also, the dog. <laughs> just those fat sisters. These family chats, that's the kind of thing where you take a nap and you wake up and you have 75 messages. Dude, I'm just in, in a regular one with friends and I do not respond ever. Every you, day. You've got to cut people out of your life. You have to. Yeah. 
everybody. You have to cut everybody <laughs> out of your life. You have to cut everyone yeah, out I'm of cutting your Catherine life. out of my life. I'm cutting you out of my life. I'm going to tape down the middle of the <laughs> apartment. No, I'm going to cut. And we're we're going to podcast at the same time, but it's going to be separate podcasts. If we if we tape down the middle of the apartment, right? Yeah. What would you rather have? The couch or the TV side? TV. So you would have to like sit over there? Yeah, I'd on like the lay on a pillow. Well, joke's on you. The remote was on my side when we did No, the, no, because yeah. this hasn't <laughs> happened yet. You can't dictate that. Well, that's what's going to happen. <laughs> the fuck? Okay, what if we taped it this way? Would you rather have the bed or the living room? The bed. Really? Yeah. What do you mean really? You'd have to live in the bedroom? Yeah. Most people do in New York. It's called a that studio sucks. apartment. I got the TV, the couch, the dog. Oh, wait. Why would you get the TV? That's not half. No, no. I'm saying like you, the bedroom or the living room. You, you already the, said the bedroom. <laughs> no, no, yeah, no, you no, have to no, live no. in the bedroom. Wait a fucking second. That's not half. It would. What's really half is half the living room, and then the kitchen is the this half, and then this in this the in this world it's no bedroom, living room, and then the kitchen bathroom is neutral area these are the fights that i would get into when i was like five and they would genuinely <laughs> upset me but oh i know i could tell you're that type of person <laughs> i'm the youngest in my family i would get i would cry you I know that game like, you play when you're like you just like tap somebody and then like you try to get the last tap in if you play that with Catherine, it is a, uh, it's horrible well, you get so aggressive with it <laughs> you say it drives that? you nuts you have part of your brain that if <laughs> If I like tapped you last before bed, you would go, you right would go physically, you would go insane if you couldn't get, if I would like dodged it, you could not sleep. If you had a meeting at 5.30 in the morning and it's 2.30 at night and you got to be up for this thing, you would stay up all night trying to, to have the last or whatever, the last word or whatever. That's all true, but you're pretending that you're not fully engaging in me with this well it's fun for me to tort to watch you no you're the same person i do think i'm the same person but i don't think it's as bad with me first of all you're gonna, you'll, one, you'll argue with stop, about this all night stop pointing <laughs> in Catherine. my face stop it the it's fact not pointing that it's just hand gestures is annoying this is nonsense this this podcast yeah it is but it's 2021 we're in a post uh post doing good rap. podcast <laughs> society era. yeah we're in this welcome to the shit era yeah nancy pelosi shit walls mountain dew shit era post trying at all yeah anyway this guy's in this group oh, chat God, okay. with his family and somebody makes a reference to helen keller and all the nieces and nephews all 48 of them i don't know how many are in this chat? Okay. Too many, like you said. But one of them, or all of them say, Helen Keller nev- never existed. <laughs> and everybody, everybody comes back like, what are you talking about? She definitely existed. And they're like, maybe she existed, but she never learned to talk or write anything. That's all bullshit. That's all Hollywood nonsense. It's uh, probably made up by this Ann, uh, Sullivan. Ann Sullivan woman, the miracle worker. And um, so so the, the the guy in the chat, he's like, he goes to Google to like find pictures of her and like prove his nieces and nephews wrong. He discovers that this is a huge conspiracy theory for Zoomers. That and, Helen um, Keller never, ex- or that. Yeah, yeah. They all think that. It's like a, it, it, gained, it gained traction on uh, TikTok. The Helen Keller hoax. And I actually found a video of a, like a young kid and his mom getting in a screaming match on Christmas yeah. over Helen Keller. Get her. Get that bitch. It's worth it. Yeah. <laughs> Call your mom a bitch on Christmas because <laughs> she believes in Helen Keller. Why? She's like crying. It's great. Oh my God. What do you think? Like you've done the actual research here. Has any of it swayed you? Oh, I haven't done any research. I just read that tweet oh, I- thread and then watched that TikTok. I assume you watch the TikToks because a lot of these TikToks really do break down conspiracy theories. No, I didn't watch that. I just watched okay. the kid screaming at his mom or the mom screaming at the kid. What's her argument? Because honestly, it nobody... wasn't an art. It was screaming. It was just like screaming. Yes, yeah, she did exist. She's a real person. And he's like, there's no way that could happen. Did she exist? Now Who? I don't know. Yes, she did. 
<laughs> you brought it up. It's pretty crazy, though. Yeah, I mean, now I don't know what to think. Didn't she used to give talks? Nabi, obviously she not. She was uh, yeah. They had a translator. <laughs> <laughs> don't. <laughs> you woke the dog up doing a Helen Keller impression. It's okay, buddy. Um. Do you remember our friend CW? He used to do yeah, he this cool. bit where he he would call people up from the audience and he'd be like, all right, this next character, is it, this is the Helen Keller talk show. And, uh, okay, just, just ask me a question about your love life or um, anything, any advice you have, and, and I'll be Helen Keller. And then the guy asks a question, and C, CW will stand up there and, like, cross his eyes and just start to drool and he will not i know relent just, it goes on for so long and like the, the whoever the volunteer is doesn't know what to do they get so uncomfortable <laughs> the audience gets uncomfortable it's complete great. nonsense mayhem great i think he did that to a member of my family at some point at like a benefit oh, yeah. show or maybe no i think it was drew um but yeah that is is helen keller remember when he used to go <laughs> CW's great. Watch his stuff on YouTube. CW Headley. He used to... Uh, we had him on the Patreon and then he um, asked us to delete it. Yeah, he's a crazy comedian. But uh, remember when he used to be like, I, I need a catchphrase. Like, I need a comedy catchphrase. And he was like, um, you, you in the front row. Just give me give me anything. Like, whisper in my ear so they don't know. And I'll just get in my catchphrase stance. I'll tell my joke. And I'll say the catchphrase that, what's your name? John? Okay, that John suggested. Okay, what is what is it? What's the catch? Oh, okay, that's a good one. All right. And then he would tell his joke, and he would get in a stance, and he would go, Fuck Asians! <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, John. Thank you. Voice. <laughs> I love it. He would. Always, he was always the sweetest, shyest person in the front row. Just like, no, 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 I didn't say that. Right. Uh, is Helen Keller funny again? I, I feel like there was a time where that was kind of hacky like terry shivo or something no terry shivo i think is niche enough that that was always funny if you had a i guess so i mean don't do it like at among her family members or right after it happened obviously but yeah helen keller jokes were never that funny yeah that's what i'm saying i think it was hacky but it was kind of like michael j fox or something i mean that cw one's good but Yeah, yeah yeah besides that right because you're just like Nah, bitch can't see. It's the easiest thing <laughs> right. in the world. She's it's got like, shit wrong with her. She's a mess. Uh, and it's weird too because people would always be like kind of scandalized. It's like she's been dead forever, dude. She it never not... existed. Yeah, that's true. She never even existed. Well, she did exist. She was just bumping into walls and shit. She never okay. learned to write books. She was a socialist. That's cool. Allegedly. If she was real. Right. She was real. She existed. She's like Jesus. So wait, Jesus, that... Jesus existed. He just wasn't the son of God. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> the look you're giving me. But like, okay, so does that mean that all the socialist writing and like, do, do she has published work. Right. Helen Keller does. That's all ghost written by Ann Sullivan. That would be my guess. I don't know. I don't know what these kids believe. My, my guess on that mm-hmm. is that they really don't fucking know what they're talking about at all yeah they didn't do the research yeah interesting that's it's like, like when you go to like read about flat earth the the misspelled web pages are all disjointed and they all believe different things some think that space doesn't exist oh some they all that, can't that come to a, a consensus yeah all that shit i mean that's why it's so ridiculous when people get motivated enough to like gather and talk about QAnon and shit it's it's like none of you guys are on the same page about anything. You're all visiting different web pages and stuff. Yeah. It's like every once in a while you'll watch one of those, I don't know, like daily show segments or something where they get all the conspiracy theory people in the same room. And whenever you do that, you start asking people questions and they all have a complete, some of them think it's lizards. Some of them think it's fucking Satanist pedophiles, you know? That's why it's so, I think it's so dumb when you watch um, the news and they're like, QAnon is a group of blah, blah, blah. That like, leave you don't blah, know. Blah, blah. Yeah, you don't know. It depends on who you ask. This is so terrifying to think about. Because in the age of disinformation slash like 
just like an oversaturation of information that nobody knows is is correct or not it's now it's rolling backwards to stuff that was never that was already concrete we all knew about helen keller and now it's no helen keller is not real she she was yeah you know it's so slippery like that's crazy like reality itself is so slippery it's all unraveling yeah it's I, w- really I would like to believe Helen Keller uh, existed exactly as we know her to have exist, just for my own sanity at this moment, because uh, it's been tough. Do you think? What do you think is the um, cause of that? Do you think it's like really all back to Trump? Like Trump, like he has to. Maybe we were starting to move into the disinformation era, but as soon as that guy became like the figurehead of of lying and nonsense he just kind of brought a wave of he, um, yeah yeah disinformation he exacerbated it and he uh i think he preyed on people's vulnerabilities and the fact that nobody really does know what's true right. or not but i think just like the internet and the global interconnectedness and the inundation of info in general but i think you saw a lot less like just straight up a uh, fake web pages or like memes that just say things that are like patently untrue i think you saw a lot less of that before trump because trump is like the king of that shit and always has been right like he will he'll call somebody up and pretend to be his own publicist and just lie about himself and stuff like he, yeah. he's done that when he was in his 20s and shit yeah. like he's always just gone like i have a billion dollars when he's bankrupt he just straight up lies and so when he ran for president and when when that got like traction that's when i i feel like you started to see the pepe memes and the just like web pages that are just like spelled slightly wrong and you go to them and they just have phony headlines and then that's when reality got really like slippery and tricky people have been lying forever but this was like a real shift in the culture I think his presence in general, even before his like fake news tirades, the fact that he could become the president of the United States uh, created mass instability. Yeah. I just think that if Trump hadn't become president, we may have gotten a few more years of... Because we've never known the truth about anything. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. It's just it's just so much more active. I know the government's always lied to us all the time, but it hasn't like bled into like Helen Keller or whatever, <laughs> you know, uh, pedophile rings and shit. It hasn't gotten that weird and kind of like, you know, the government's always lied to you, but it's it's never. But the citizens haven't have started lying to each other for sport. Right? Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> So I don't know. I For mean, fun. If people have always been this way, right? They're just some. It's somehow more accessible. It's more widespread. Yeah. Like people are establishing online presences more than they ever have. I guess. Yeah, I guess if you're a compulsive liar and you're just living an offline life, you can only lie to the people in your group. But once you get access to the internet, you can lie to millions of people potentially right if your shit gains traction yeah do you remember in ender's game how the ender's like brother and sister established these these like warring online political yeah, they're like yeah. columnists kind of and they right. influence the entire culture yeah they're they're like on message boards and stuff too right what yeah. a great that book's so crazy because it predicts so much shit and it's like yeah, Orwell did that or whatever, but like Ender's Game got got it down to like the internet. The book was written in like the seventies, right? Oh, I don't know when it was written. I think it was yeah. written in the yeah in the seventies. Like they they call it the net, and then oh like, yeah, and, and they and all have iPads. On, yeah, they're on iPads. It's really crazy. Yeah. That spe- those specific things really freak me out. And I read the book before iPads, and yeah. I was like, they got the internet, and then iPads came out, and I was like, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> dude, it's a time traveler. I think the the even more impressive, like, prescient thing was, like, what I was saying before, these people will establish an online presence with a following and really sway the collective minds of 
a society. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, uh, but, but I think before Trump, nobody thought to do that or not as many people thought to do that. It was weird. You would get on the internet and you would just like bully people or something, you know, yeah, you just or just like your food or your cat. Yeah. Yeah. Or your feet or whatever. <laughs> like you go to bodybuilding forums and shit yeah. or you make a vlog about what you did with your MySpace haircut at the mall today. You know, and then at some point the internet shifted to how many people can I lie to and manipulate or have a hot take about such and such thing to piss people off. Oh, do you think, okay, I forgot about the social dilemma. (laughs) Do you think it's because we started reinforcing these very like rigid bubbles? I said bubbles. That's part of it too. Yeah. And then, and then you have your own sort of perspective that you assume everyone else sees the world yeah and in if that they same don't way. they're like morally despicable or just like crazy right like how could you be so stupid and then that's like that seems like unfixable at this point right yeah i was thinking today about like we, <laughs> the we gotta, shit has dried we on the walls get into the woods we gotta move to the woods into a shack if only to like hold on to some of our humanity with just like a group, a small group of people that you hang out with, you interact with, and that's fucking it. If we want to like, I don't know, like alleviate all this anxiety and depression and stuff like that's what we have to do. Right. We all got to move into lean twos and and have a a dance around a fire at night. I wonder how quickly if we went to some kind of rehab like that in the woods with a bunch of people, no phones, no internet, it's not you don't have to forage for food or build fires and shit, but like it's just a society offline. Mm-hmm. I wonder how quickly you could go back to listening Hate and shit. Like no, no, like the opposite, like, oh, like yeah. detoxing kind of from that that lizard be, brain. I think it'd be completely overwhelming. I think it'd be like a I don't know. I think you'd be like an emotional train wreck. Really? Yeah, I think there's so many like compartments of our brains that are closed off and so many things we're doing and ways in which we're behaving that are so unnatural to human beings and it's just created like... Like you ever exercise after you haven't exercised for a long time and you're like, oh, fuck, I didn't even know my body like moved that way. And I like I got to figure that out because that muscle is so atrophied and like maybe maybe you start start slouching in a weird yeah. way. Um, there's all kinds of things that are happening to us and behaviors that we're doing that are so unnatural and detrimental to us. And we should be like using these muscles in a different way. I know. Yeah, my, Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I have a breakdown every day about how my brain doesn't feel the same way it used to when I was like... Yeah. Like, I'm just like not... If you could like take your consciousness and like shoot it back in time into yourself when you were younger... Like a kid playing outside and climbing well, a tree. Yeah, I mean that, but I'm just saying like, I bet it for each year you go back, you will notice that you have just a few less stresses and anxious just like uh, like weights on your shoulders oh just from the way the world is and the way we interact with each other and the the just like how everything is just kind of tainted with hate everything every interaction every when somebody's explaining to you some about love it's Mm -hmm. somehow hateful you know yeah yeah it's somehow angry you've somehow done something wrong you know did you watch the marshall McLuhan documentary i sent you today no sorry no, it's okay. It's really interesting. Work. And I, but I was watching it while I was working. So I, once again, only absorbed about half of it. But he also was somebody who predicted a lot of the shit we're going through right now back in like fucking, I think it was the 70s, probably earlier. But um, he was talking, there was one point where he mentions that we're going to get to a point where we're all going to be so interconnected and we're all going to know, we're all going to share way too much about ourselves and everyone's going to know too much about everybody and make it their business. Just like really getting in each other's business and it's not going to cause, it's not going to create peace. It's just going to create more and more fighting. 
Yeah. Because what we do now is we kind of like things that should be, we should hold on to ourselves, like our, our deep opinions on things, our political beliefs, our, you know, whatever, just like our, our takes on the world. Those are things you should share for the people you're closest with. Mm-hmm. You know, you bounce them off other people in a discussion, maybe you get into an argument or whatever. But it's not meant to immediately be sent out to everybody you yeah. know so they, they can form all these opinions. And you don't get to follow up. So you're just like, you just shoot this opinion out in the world. And most of the time, people just read it and don't respond and just internalize it and are just like, that's a fucking asshole. Right. And also now you're basing your, like you 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 shoot your opinion off to the world. And it's only good if it gets a certain amount of, interaction yeah and if it doesn't you feel worthless right and that's the other like you're not even you don't even have enough worth for people to be mad at you that's yeah, that's another yeah. thing you know yeah that's why it's like we're, we're some we've been conditioned to believe that all these things are true that you don't have any worth in, unless somebody is either mad at you or is, is holding you up on a pedestal or whatever and and you you can you can be like oh i'm above that you know but you're fucking not we're all involved the most irony poisoned cynical motherfuckers i know are still fucking on tiktok and twitter and stuff maybe they're like actively trying to get banned or whatever it's like mm-hmm. a joke but it's still performance you know yeah you're yeah. still checking that number how many followers go up and down yeah and and every once in a while when everything comes into focus and you go that fucking doesn't matter at all. That's when I just want to sprint into the goddamn woods. And it feels good. What? It, it, the very least admitting that it doesn't matter. Like releasing yourself yeah. from those shackles. Just like admitting that you don't care. I do think a lot of people live that life though. We. I was saying this to you yesterday. We live this like weird... Um, like sped up version of all this shit because we we do com or we used to do comedy and we're trying to like be somebody you yeah. know so then all this stuff it's more intense because people are more active online because they're trying to gain clout and mm-hmm. get famous or whatever so we're like a microcosm of things that will eventually affect more people but I think maybe there's a lot of like workaday people who just have a family and care about their family and stuff that aren't caught up in this stuff. But yeah, less and oh, definitely. less, definitely less and less. It's like it's spreading, you know, that people are storming the Capitol. So yeah, weird yeah. ideas and lies and uh, self-conscious feelings and anxiety and depression. It's divisiveness stuff. in it, general. It's, it is moving outward, but I do think it hit where we are first because everybody is so much more active in of our the comedy community. Civil War. Yeah, that too. Remember that? Yeah. <laughs> When was that? Was that eight years ago or what was it? last year? Who was warring? What factions? God, of... I all I know is we weren't part of either side. Yeah. <laughs> Once again. I think we talked about it on a... Did we? Yeah, and it doesn't matter. But uh, an actual publication wrote and published a whole goddamn article about the comedy civil war. Was it like Legion of Skanks got like kicked out of the creek or something? Was that it? because it was like they were proud they had like boys milo yiannopoulos on or something yeah but then who's on the other side of that Antifa like all people? Milkshake no throwers? no yeah milkshake throwers and but then like you know the all female shows and the brooklyn uh god i, <laughs> yeah. I, I, w- I would say alt but they're not alt yeah they, they're alt used to exist that was the Pat oswalds and the maria bamfords and stuff and now it's just all kind of like I don't know. Because of the internet. Boring. It's Once lame. again, because everyone is just striving for the most followers, you're not underground. You can't be. Yeah. Also, comedy is just dead in general. It just... Everything is a parody of a parody. Nothing's commentary on anything. No ideas can gain traction because they're all automatically debunked. You know? People yeah. are just like, you have a thought somebody wants to fight you on it you have a joke it's wrong it's been done i don't know it's just all so overwhelming and bad like every everything you watch is bad and most comedians don't even do comedy they do what we do they fucking talk on a microphone on a podcast (laughs) talk i'm a comedian how you know (laughs) in what way explain it to me 
fucking. I'm really coming to terms with that. Is not prove it who I am anymore. That makes me want to run into the woods even more. That's you know, really depressing. Not even tied to that, like, was the last time you did comedy? I can remember something in like a brewery in Brooklyn, like fucking four months ago or something. I think before Christmas. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah. We can't. I mean, uh, I'm not gonna, uh, we. I mean, we try going on Twitch or whatever, but then that's not the same. You start to go like, wait, why did I start doing this in the first place? Because I wanted to be a Twitch commentator. No, <laughs> I want to do. I liked, you know. Cause it all leads back to comedy. But if there's no comedy, should we uh, quit the podcast? Comedy is like this just weird. Kidding. Yeah, for sure, we should quit the co- <laughs> podcast. But like, comedy is just this weird title people give themselves so they have like a purpose in life. That's what it seems to be becoming you know yeah there's so many people that you're just like like i said like what i i get that we're in a friend group or in a community with other people who also say the word comedian Mm -hmm. but i don't really know what ties us together and i don't really know where most of these people are putting or comedy into the world and that's not even like a attack on like um you're not good. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying like, you're not even standing on a stage. You don't even like do sketches. You don't, but you're, but you are a comedian, you know? Do you feel any, it's ex- existential crisis better about the fact that if like, say you never do comedy again, you can say it was because of COVID and not because you tried your best and failed. Um, well, I'm just putting my own thing onto well, you. I'm not saying right, right, right. But with stand up, you you never you, you just keep doing it. Yeah. There's no like. <laughs> so, I tweeted a while ago. Like people insult comedians by calling them failed comedians. It's like every comedian's a failed comedian. You failed. Yeah. You're not unless you're Bill every Burr. You failed. One, yeah. You're gonna have long chunks of time where you're not doing anything. Sure, maybe you can get up on some bar shows, and you can always keep doing it. You can always go to an open mic. So I don't think I ever would have quit. Yeah. I would have just kept going and stinking and not getting on anything, you know? I'm really learning 2021, new year, new me. I'm not doing it. I've said that so sincerely. I meant to be a joke, (laughs) but uh, I'm really trying to appreciate life on a like micro, micro, micro level. Yeah, me too. Because otherwise I'll go insane. Like you said, the existential crisis. If I'm not a comedian, which was something that allowed me to hold a like many different jobs and like not you don't get depressed because you have a thing that you right. like pursue and care about. But now I'm just like I like watching uh, French films and baking cookies and taking Iggy for a walk. And it's been really sunny lately, and that's nice. <laughs> that's more healthy than chasing this thing that's just not going to happen, you know, and probably wasn't going to happen before COVID. Yeah. And I, it doesn't matter whether or not that's true. It's just like, regardless, it's kind of like a, I think everybody, uh, all of us have like a very unhealthy relationship and have gotten so far away from what we liked about it to begin with. Yeah because it the medium itself i think changed from under us that's true while we were in it. it it fucking it was something and then it just like it changed just the groups and the crews and yeah. stuff that you would watch from afar before you got into it were so exciting and so interesting and different mm-hmm. and you you would get obsessed with norm mcdonald and then you're 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 watching Joan Rivers for a month straight, trying to consume everything she's ever done, and then yeah. Patton Oswalt or whatever, and then then you're just watching Comic View or whatever it is, and then now it's like who, what's good? You know, you turn on Comedy Central and you're like, Jesus Christ, this stinks. Turn on late night television, and you're like, Oh my, oh god. my god, this is so <laughs> fucking bad. It's so, so bad. These new late night hosts, like the ones yeah. that most people don't really know. Well, they're like yet. YouTubers. Awful. Like awful where life really does is starting to feel like like a bad screenplay where it's like this is the this is the joke person. Yeah, this is like when they watch TV and... Uh, In like 30 Rock or something. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. 
It's like but it's, Milf Island. Yeah, but it's fucking <laughs> real. You know what I was thinking, though? Just right before you brought that up, making peace with possibly never doing comedy again. I still have it. I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. Maybe, maybe it'll all come back and we'll all, you know, hit the road again. But there's a little comfort in being the consumer of art for lack of a better word rather than the artist like you ever have you how many times have you been on stage and been like looked at somebody and been like god i wish i could be where you are just sitting back having a drink with a friend and letting stuff happen to you rather than having to be the person that that is like why did i make this yeah and also like the stress of having all these eyes on you just like right it's kind of it's kind of get to a, rediscover. a luxury to be on the other side and just now you are pursuing things and consuming things that you like rather than trying to make diarrhea. Yeah, you're right. And it, you also don't you don't take in stuff when you when you consider yourself the performer yeah. because you're like, "Oh, I should be working on my own stuff." Right, And then yeah. so you're not broadening your mind at all because you don't work on your own right, stuff. Right, yeah, you just pick your butt and right, right. You John Benet Ramsey phone. into a notebook <laughs> yeah, over yeah. and over that's again. That's something. Over I'll again. Figure that out <laughs> yeah, later. Yeah, that's all I ever did. I would write down like a premise, like just a phrase or something that yeah. was nothing and never pursued it. No fucking discipline. Yeah. I feel like I would write these long, drawn-out like pretty good things and then be like that's good for two years i <laughs> yeah. got that you know and then by the second year you're telling this joke about something that happened two years ago in yeah. the news and you're like well it doesn't even fucking make sense anymore but i, I my um goal yeah because you're talking about enjoying the small things my goal is to like just fucking find something new i really want to write something but yeah. i can't I physically cannot do it. No, you can, it. babe. No, I cannot do it. Secret it. But believe it. Because I can't. You know, I have no motivation as a human being. But I will like draw, like all, no matter what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Like if I have a receipt for a fucking, you know, sandwich or yeah, something, I'm draw drawing it. Yeah, you'll draw a dick it. on that. But like draw really detailed with veins and hair and. So, I've been drawing shit, and I'm like, I'm gonna, tr- I'm gonna put together something that I've drawn and then maybe once I get in the mindset of just like doing stuff, I can bleed over into writing something. It's a stupid idea, but maybe yeah. it'll work. No, I like that. I like the I like the urge to create without being like like for the sake of making something good and not uh to satisfy a look at me right. sort of urge. That's very noble. It's um yeah well i know yeah i know you don't want to accept that like it's just drawing dicks into a i know but that's (laughs) the best part about it it's great it's silly too but also it's good and fun and entertaining well that's like that's back to like enjoying just enjoying something yeah just doing something to enjoy it because it's so weird like comedy is um you just you just somehow fall into you think you're gonna leave your regular job and go into this artist world this bohemian you know weirdo place where all these interesting people hang out at diners and rip on each other and stuff and it's just not the truth you just kind of fall into another rat race sometimes where you're competing sometimes it is there are brief beautiful moments of that that keep you moving along through all the awful shit I think if our crew would have gotten more opportunities, it would have been just like a dream, you know? I think if I died never having done comedy ever again, I think a part of me will be like, we really gave it a shot. And I can almost lie to myself and say, if these people couldn't make it, then it just wasn't going to happen. Like, you watch Mia and Benny and Griff and CW, and we know some of the most talented people interesting yeah unique diverse right so many colors and sexual orientations you guys wouldn't even believe it (laughs) we are so progressive (laughs) it's gay in the in the good way (laughs) but it's still but i mean then again 
who knows what would it sound like any of those people failed they were performing regularly and then everything shut down yeah but i mean that's what that's what keeps you going and that's what kept us going the whole time it's like these you have these people in your life that are hilarious Mm -hmm. and and sometimes you feel like you're you're grabbing something that's interesting and new and exciting and you could you could really do it you know and then you're just like if i just had the if i could just turn the car over you know the the ignition yeah and like get this thing going then it would be amazing and if we could all come along and now all of a sudden could you imagine like this is these are the thoughts you have like traveling across the country with all your friends and you kill somewhere and then you go to that fucking diner you kill someone they look at you and then you have sex with their body yeah that's art that's the dream that's the dream that's all we wanted yeah to have sex with a corpse that's someone we killed (laughs) (laughs) um was this really depressing i can't tell if it's uh, depressing or hopeful i don't know it's anything it's not funny i know that (laughs) but we're not comedians like we said we are not comedians (laughs) uh Uh, we started this like, oh, this one's going to be so silly. We start even, everyone like that. This is going to be, you're going to fucking shit yourself how silly this We're is We're making be. stuff because we want to for us. That's true. We're enjoying it. The experience of making it. Mm-hmm. It's not for anybody. Yeah. Unless. Can you imagine if a chef said that in a restaurant? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing this for me. I don't care yeah. if the meat's not quote unquote cooked. Right. Okay? You don't get it. <laughs> It's not for you. <laughs> That's what this podcast is. Yeah. Um, do you want to talk about soul? <laughs> oh, God in heaven. Sure. Oh, boy. I'm scared. Yeah, well, you should be. Yeah, I don't even know what to say about it. People are mad at the movie Soul. If you haven't seen it, there's one point where, uh, spoiler, a unborn soul voiced by Tina Fey goes into the body of the main character for a while and like can control his body. Mm-hmm. And the the soul of the main character goes into a cat. And, you know, hilarity ensues. Mm-hmm. And people are upset that they keep turning black characters in Disney movies into animals. This is like a big deal for people. <sighs> And um, the other examples are what? Like the princess and the frog and uh, fuck. Oh, the, <laughs> have you what? seen that Will Smith fish movie? Stop <laughs> bringing up a shark tale. <laughs> that's, that is one not, of, yeah. that's, that's not the plot of that movie, by the way. <laughs> he begins and ends as a shark, <laughs> yeah. right? No, he's a fish. Right? Or is it a fish tale? Whatever. He's the fish. But yeah. He's a, what I mean is like, he, he doesn't turn into. Right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah. Cause they're running out of things. Cause there's not that many examples right. of this. As soon as you see that, you're like, okay, this is What it. was the other one? Fuck. Oh, the Will Smith movie. Recent, it's always Will Smith. Will Smith, Smith movie? Will Smith um, becomes a pigeon in a recent movie. The spy, something spy movie. I, mean, I haven't even heard of this. First of all. That that was one of those like fringe animation studio mm. movies that nobody watches, you know, yeah. like um, Boss Baby or some shit. Oh, it's not okay. even like a Pixar movie. It's just fucking ridiculous. Yeah, Shut yeah, the yeah. fuck up. That's then Soul is such a black movie, like beautifully black. Like they go to the barbershop and like you know the jazz influences. I love and, that like, part. Yeah, so great. Yeah, all I will say because I understand, I do not get to speak on this. Uh, if you have time to draft up a tweet about a Pixar movie that upset you, yeah, you you you're doing okay. You're doing all right. You're yeah. doing just fine. Well, to me, and to me, I think it's just one of these things where <clears throat> somebody figured this out that this ha- has happened three times, and yeah. they posted about it, and everybody was like, "Hey, wait a second! Yeah. I haven't been mad about anything all day." I'll retweet this. I'll make a video about it. I'll talk about how problematic it is. That's how virality works. Yeah. People, it snowballs because people want to get in on this trending shit. It's like a new cool pair of pants. They're I was like, trying to I'm going to shit on soul. Yeah. I'm going to be part of the cool crew. You I was know, trying to think of other movies, cartoons where other raced people turn into animals. 
and it came up with like the Emperor's New Groove. Yeah. Um, the Shaggy Dog, which is live action, but it's a Dis- Disney movie. Because the, the problem is with Disney movies, I guess. Stop turning Tim Allen into an animal. <laughs> Stop turning white men into dogs. We're not dogs. <laughs> you know what I was thinking? I think you've made this point about something else, but it applies here where it's like, okay, guys, noted. We won't use this magical medium to do anything fun. Right. We'll keep him a human the whole time. He'll go to the bank. It'll be real straightforward. (laughs) We won't pull any punches. (laughs) It'll be very realistic. He'll sit quietly in a chair, but it'll be dignified. Yeah. Good. Oh, by the way, like everybody that made that movie was black. Yeah, I I wasn't going to say that because I hadn't looked it up. I I mean, not everybody, but like... Like all the main writers yeah, and, yeah. and creators and, and stuff. producer and stuff. Yeah. Can you imagine seeing that on, like, putting all this love into that movie? Because that movie is fucking it's a great. masterpiece, by the way. Yeah. yeah. And being very proud of it and then getting that and being like. Just like throwing your hands up and be like, I've been working on this fucking movie for three years yeah. or whatever it is. How long, however long it takes to make a movie that detailed. I, yeah. I gotta imagine forever. Right. Yeah. And um, that's the reaction, you know? I, I think when people assign hypothetical villains in their head like obviously disney slash pixar is a huge corporation so they're like a bad guy you just picture like a white person in charge of everything and like concocting some sort of right i see what you're saying scheme no no matter how many black people are working on it there's like a puppet master yeah and he really wants to fuck everything up and cause chaos because he hates minorities i don't know i mean bob Iger is the ceo right yeah. So, I don't know. Did he like, try to finger somebody, or is that like? Oh, he probably tried to finger somebody. I mean, we're all trying to finger somebody. That's true. I mean, I'm not. <laughs> I tried once. It didn't work out. We're the only one I know. It's we used to talk about it all it's the time. Hard. Tell me about it. <laughs> I feel like we don't talk about this enough. We don't. It's I don't know what's going on down there. Yeah, it's all kinds of lips and flaps. <laughs> <laughs> I hate it. It's a mess. It really is a disaster. It's like something exploded. It's like your taint stepped in gum. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I mean, we did an hour. That's pretty good. That's true. You just fast forward through the boring stuff. There's no boring stuff. It's perfect. Right. That is true. Okay. Okay. If you want to buy a zine. Yeah, I'm making a zine and I I should be done tonight. So I will post it on, you know, whatever, Instagram or something if you want to. Yeah, let's post it on. Venmo me a few bucks. I'll ship it to you. Yeah. What? Post on the suicide packs? Yeah. Cool. There's also a Discord. I keep forgetting about that. Yeah. Is there a link in the Instagram? No, I'll add it. Okay. (laughs) Do that. We'll put that in the Instagram bio. And uh, people just hang out there and talk about just I'm pretty my- much how cool we are. Yeah, one I- person will say one th- thing every four weeks. <laughs> <laughs> and I appreciate that. No, me too. Just <laughs> the fact that there's anybody like chatting in there is awesome. My hope is people will join and then um, two Chinese ladies will meet and get married. Yes. Can that's you imagine the dream. that? Just- and we officiate the wedding. <laughs> yes. And that's the only time it's we'll do stand up. A Satanist wedding. <laughs> we'll be one of these assholes that like tells jokes as the official official officiant officiant the official officiant mm-hmm. or somebody like we were watching the uh amy schumer documentary where she's doing jokes in her vows and it's like you get one would you put your tit away what do you what's Don't, going you on you don't have to tell everyone that's out <laughs> you are aggressively <laughs> it's, <laughs> rubbing it's, on it needs to be free You're like a cat and you spray you a little spray this bottle shirt is really weird so if i pull my sleeve like this my boob pops out okay okay i got yeah, some work amy, to do amy schumer was doing bits at her own wedding and yeah. that really turned me off and then i was like do i just hate comedy i don't know right i have this disdain for it now well i do there's a, like like i said that like look at me quality where just in that moment it felt like not the time yeah but then every once in a while, somebody like Eddie Pepitone will drop a special and you're like, I'm in. I'm full back in. That's I've true. never seen anything like this. This is mind blowing. This is like a whole new take on everything. You yeah, know? yeah. It's like he's coming at it from a completely different angle. He's doing all kinds of weird shit. I can't even tell what's like being made up on the spot or not. He's such a 
brilliant performer He's and then incredible. you're like fuck it i will i will stand in as many basements as as i possibly can until i find that level of interesting and hilarious you know yeah of course when you finally double over what were we watching sinbad the other day oh my god when you, when you find when it finally hits you you go i i do love this art form i'm just like inundated with shit yeah there's just this awful stuff there's We've, these women going like sorry i'm talking up here man <laughs> you want to rape me or something 2020 yeah sinbad is so good yeah sinbad's great um yeah I, I think we've just been disillusioned that's all yeah well now's the time because there's no way to do it anyway to be disillusioned to do comedy that's not true everybody's doing it on zoom no thank you <laughs> pass no one's asking me anyway but me either no thank i think you. somebody asked me for one and i said i couldn't and nobody asked ever again i don't understand that at all but that's a whole different also the zoom community like i see who's doing it like yeah. some of the big shows and there are mortal enemies anyway <laughs> mortal enemies <laughs> <laughs> yeah how many do you have that are like how many enemies yeah do you have um, an Excel spreadsheet or something? No, I have a list in my mind. Okay. I'm but not it's not like who. it's not people that I like feud with like an arch enemy, mm-hmm. you know, like a supervillain. Just someone you need to seek revenge. Just upon. a handful of people that have wronged me that mm-hmm. will get their come up and <laughs> I will see their heads on pikes <laughs> like the capital Okay. <laughs> uh, invasion. Enough. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Enough talking. Okay. Hail Satan, Hail everybody. Satan. Bye.